Hello and welcome to another edition of the Monkey Tail Podcast. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and with me as ever, I have my friend slash co-host slash Sifu, Mr. Marius Dunkley. Hello, good morning, and welcome. And it's been gone too long, captain of the boat, Mr. Ben Jenkins. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well, guys. How are you? That was a very that was a very sexy uh, intro for you, Marius. I don't know if anyone else thought that. It was very, the dulcet just, tones of Marius. Good morning. Standard, 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 really. No, and I it, don't know it, why you had to point that out. It's just it, normal. It came across uh, everyday no, operation. This is a PSA to uh, all the lady listeners. Uh, please uh, <laughs> uh, stop driving heavy uh, machinery when you listen to Marius speak, please, because uh, it may end up in an accident. Uh, how are you? You guys are doing great, did you say? Yeah, so all, yeah, all, all, all is well. We're we all, we all in good spirits. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Um, we like to start the podcast normally with an opening question, and the chief question giver, Mr. Martin, has sent us another question. He sent two questions. The other one I discarded. The other one was, What's your favorite video game weapon? I'm pretty sure we've answered that three or four times already. Yeah, so, absolutely. So I, that one that went in, straight into the bin, unfortunately. But, you know, there's, uh, I think Gravity Gun is normally what we, what we always end up on by the end of a large discussion. It tends to be that, or Portal Gun. It tends to be one of the Valve guns when we, whenever we finish. Uh, or but then we but then we talk about Insomniac and we talk about the the Gruber Torn. I know, I know. We've had this discussion many times before. You know, answers on the postcard. Um, so the the other question, which. I don't think we've had before is what game slash product launch from the past were you most excited about? Uh, ben, you can start. What's um, my my first thought was actually quite a recent one uh, with the PSVR, um, and and in tied in with that was the PS4 Pro, which was uh, around about the same time. And the the PSVR launch and, and the marketing and the run up, I think Sony did a really good job because obviously it was a thing that you had to touch, you had to feel, you had to see. Um, and I think my experience leading up to that was, uh, I think it was at EGX um, having a go uh, there, um, and it was just that thing. You know, this is new. This is something that I haven't experienced before. VR is exciting, and I, I happened to be in the time where I had some disposable income so i tricked myself to a, a brand new massive tv the psvr and the psvr pro all at the same time um so for me it was like a very very early christmas um, but i think they'd say the, the launch in general and uh, so the, the mystique of right yeah. what is this good uh, affordable headset gonna be <laughs> good answer and uh and uh, what uh, are you excited for the second one then psvr2 uh, less excited. Uh, I'm very intrigued because I've not used any of the newer VR headsets. Um, I think the only other one is, is uh, your Vive, is it? If you've got mm. Vive. Which um, incidentally yeah. is older than the PSVR in terms of yes. uh, of tech. Yeah. Um, but no, I am intrigued for, for the new stuff. Obviously, uh, it's not used as much as I'd like it to be. Um, it's uh, you know you've got to be for me the, the games that I have in it. Uh, you have to be very much in the mode of right. I want to play this, but I think there's always that bit one. of effort required for VR, isn't it? 
Yeah, and uh, you know, people complain about the cables, but you know, for me, it's set up. I just plug a cable in the front, and it's it's fine. But it's that's, it's more uh, the that's more of uh, uh, I think with the PSVR, uh, it's less of an issue because most PSVR uh, experiences is, are sitting down. When it, when you go to something yeah. like a Vive, where there's loads of games which are uh, uh, room scale, is the room scale is called? But you know, like where you have to move around, the cable becomes more of a, of a nonsense. Having said all that. Uh, the cable has never been one of my sticking points. I've, I've always been okay no. at, at cable managing. It's a bit annoying, but it's easy enough to manage. You soon get used to it, and you're flicking it around and yeah. jumping over it like quite quite easily when you when you're used to it. So yeah, you, you just learn to live with the limitations. Don't you? It's always surprised me that uh, no game developer came up with an idea of making a video uh, a VR game where the cable was in, implemented cable into was it. it. So, so you always have the cable uh, like as part of as your restraining part you know like uh, i think that would have been clever Some they, something coming out of the back yeah so that would have been i think that would have been quite interesting if somebody tried to implement yeah. that so, matrix, you know like matrix exactly you know like uh, very much my ethos which is it's not a it's not a bug it's a feature you know i mean that 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 type of thing you know you always turn something bad into a positive right that's what i try to to do in life right okay that was a good a good answer ben thank you uh maris what's your what's oh. your um answer um, to this I, question i think mine i think mine was probably the playstation 2 um yeah. i like i sort of i don't know i i missed the ps1 launch per se i think i got in i, I wasn't there dead on it and like i i happened to do work experience in a, a what was electronics boutique at the time which was just after the ps1 had been launched so i actually just sort of got to play a lot of the ps1 launch games yeah um sort of through that um and then yeah it was definitely the the and i, I was also just long and young enough to still buy into the hype <laughs> of the marketing machine that, that that is the video game um world and and so yeah i was super excited about it obviously the uh the original uh, ps1 was brilliant and i i was absolutely right to be excited by it because obviously the the ps2 was uh, one of the greatest consoles of all time um, had some bloody amazing games on there. As always, the launch lineup wasn't amazing, um, but it had a Ridge Racer, it had SSX, Tekken Tag Tournament, which was brilliant, and of course the original Time Splitters, which needed some work but was still um, still great. Um, again, another 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 great answer. Uh, I mean, uh, my my answer. I mean the question. The question is game slash product. You both went with the product, and I'm you know when it comes to products, I, I you know the GameCube certainly springs to mind, and obviously I'm I'm, I'm patiently waiting for a uh, for uh, Valve to send me my send me my um my email saying I can now buy the the, the my uh, unheld which I pre-ordered a year ago nearly. Uh, uh, so I'm 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 waiting for that to to happen. But I'm gonna go with the game instead. Um, uh, and one that springs to mind that I was um, very excited for was Mass Effect 2. After playing the first Mass Effect, uh, and obviously um, knowing that there was a trilogy and there was a, uh, obviously another one. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to rephrase that. Mass Effect 3 even, because Mass Effect 2 was super excited, but then because 2 was so great, 3 was even I was even more excited for. So I think that trilogy, waiting for the next... Uh, the next uh, uh, and um entry in that series was probably i think one that i can remember i was very excited about and um 
And for the most part, Mass Effect 3 was, was fantastic. I, I, as you guys know, and I've said on this podcast, I didn't particularly like the ending as much. I think Marius doesn't care so much about the ending, but, but um, you know, ending was a bit disappointing for me. But the actual game itself, I couldn't wait to play it. I, I, that trilogy was, was phenomenal, um, in, my, in my opinion, obviously. <laughs> so that's, that's our answers. I think that uh, fully answers that question. You guys want to add anything else there before we, we move on? I did want to mention when I first got my Game Boy, uh, very, very first OG Game Boy, uh, it was because I was a good boy at school and it was an incentive for my mum to be like, right, you have to be good, otherwise you're not going to get your Game Boy. And I can't remember how old I was, but it must have been, I don't know, eight or nine. Uh, and that, to this day, is still one of those magical gaming memories from childhood of I finally got my own thing, and I think I Mario. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because that's a, a magical, magical memory. With the Game Boy, I, um, I've never owned the Game Boy. The only uh, uh, handhelds I went for Nintendo was, I think my first one was the DS. But but uh, there's that, uh, I forgot the name of it, but there's that new uh, emulator machine that uh, that uh, is a black one. And you can put like um, Game Boy, I think Game Boy Advance games as well. You can put lots of them and it just uh, uh, upscales them into this like OLED screen. That I think that costs like 150 quid or something. It's, but but it looks phenomenal. I, I, I keep going like, ooh, I, I mean, <laughs> I would like something like that. But at the same time, I'm going like, I'm probably going to play it three times. And it's probably, yeah, <laughs> probably I, I mean, course, <laughs> how many cartridges do you actually own? Um, not many, maybe, maybe uh, five or six only, you know, like I, I got some, I, I think I got, I, got, I still got Golden Age, I want to say, I think it was called Golden Age or, or Golden something, uh, Golden Sun, uh, it was an RPG on the DS, which was really good, I'm forgetting the name of it now, but I really liked it anyway, uh, I think I have Advanced Wars, one of them as well still, so I got some of, uh, mostly DS games, not so much, I don't have any Game Boy games, uh, so no, yeah, you're right, we'll have to then buy the games as well, but hey, listen, you know, it looks cool, I mean, I'm not going to buy it, it's too expensive, but it looks cool, what can I say? Right. Okay. That uh, that uh, I said fully answers the opening question. Thanks, Martin, for sending the opening question in. Uh, we we do need some more. We need some more because uh, the other one I had to be this it had to be discarded. But uh, if uh, uh, anyone else wants to send their opening questions, you can do so by emailing us to podcast at monkeytail.co.uk, and uh, we will. Uh, read them out on the next podcast right let's move over to that looks interesting and this is the part of the show where we talk about the video game news what has happened in the last uh, couple of weeks that has caught our eye in the world of the video game of the, of the bg games um and uh pre-show i was having a bit of a rant i'm not that upset about it i was uh, just ranting for ranting's sake but uh but sony uh, reportedly, uh, on the on the support email that was translated was in Japanese was translated. Um, they were asking uh, players that uh, that uh, use discounts to uh, to um, to buy um, PlayStation Now or, or PlayStation Plus uh, PlayStation those products. Uh, they were asking for them to pay the difference of the discount. Uh, if 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 they wanted to upgrade to the new service, because the new service you you can upgrade on a one to one basis. If you have twelve months of this, you can upgrade to twelve months of that. But they were asking for for the difference if they had a discount when they bought it. Um, to they had to pay the difference to um, to uh, to be able to upgrade. Um, literally a couple i think that was on monday or something or tuesday literally a couple of days later said oh no sorry guys it was a glitch uh, and all the users that have paid have been um 
refund the the uh, the money the, the extra money they had to pay now i know you guys are going to tell me it's a good thing that they, they they've they fixed it of course it's a good thing they fixed it but don't try to tell me it was a glitch because it was on a support email they charged they charged the users it's it, they, they saw the backlash they were like guys we're taking the piss here let's let's, let's backtrack that one because that's one is really stupid we gave them the discount not anyone else we sony gave them the discount to buy the product and now we're saying oh no we had a discount so you have to pay extra to bring it back to if you pay that at full price if you want to do this this one-to-one conversion that is absolutely despicable <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I mean, that's just <laughs> capitalism going for it, isn't it? Really, like, it's just like this sort of shit happens all the time. I mean, yeah, trying to trying to like call it a glitch. Yeah, it wasn't. You should have just said, uh, "Yeah, we got that wrong. Um, we, exactly. We're going to backtrack." Um, but like Microsoft did the same. They didn't. They didn't bl- blame it on a glitch. But like there was something with, um, I think, uh, what the games for going for gold games or whatever they're called. Um, What's the thing that isn't Game Pass? Games with gold. No, it's it's uh, it's uh, Xbox Live Gold, I think. Yeah. That's that's the one. Yeah. Um, they did that last year. There was something like that, wasn't there? Didn't they like suddenly double the price of it or something? I think and then they in the day to. when everyone kicked off, they were like, "Oh no 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 no, we're not going to do it anymore." No, no, I mean, they, they didn't try and blag it. They didn't try and blag it as a, as a um as a glitch. But I think. And and like Netflix keep increasing their their prices, and I'm sure it's only a matter of time before they do one, and then then there'll be enough kickoff, and they'll go. Oh, actually, we've changed their mind because they realise they've gone too far. A lot of this is just testing the market. Yeah, uh, I think we're definitely in a way of doing that. Yes, but, but but on 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 that and and my point and and uh, and the, the the story was 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 with with the Xbox. Um, uh, Live Gold was uh, was um, they've increased the price of Xbox Live Gold. That's it. They've increased the price to nearly double, right? But what they've done is, let's say, I think you can stack up to um, three years of, of gold. If you had three years of gold and you converted that, you have three years of, of Ultimate. That's yeah, it. That, I, I that was, that, but it's, it, it's still another way to fight, try and get more money out of no, that. No, but the, the, what they were trying to do with that, and they explained, because they, they didn't say it was a glitch. They, they said, what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring the Xbox like gold, uh, we put in the price uh, higher to discourage people from going for it, so they buy the, the, the premium, so that we can just discontinue the product. That, that's what they, they were trying to do. And they said, we were... Oh, shit, sorry. Just discontinue the product. You don't have to, you don't have to try and trick people it's not, not that it. you just say we are no longer supporting this you're now buying this new one if you want it which is Come bad but what i'm saying which is bad that's what i'm saying but which is, i'm not trying to defend them i'm saying, saying what they said and it's bad but they didn't go like oh it was a glitch in the system no, we yeah, charged no, more yeah I, I just, agree. that's exactly the, what i said it's the, like, yeah blaming it as a glitch can, is can i give you another one from but... sony then uh, so uh the ps3 games which you can only stream on the new on your service you cannot download and play you can only stream the services don't include DLC. It's not not only don't they don't include DLC as in they don't include the DLC with it because that's that I I'm of of an opinion that if you're giving an old game on a service you should probably give all the DLC anyway. But it's not that you cannot buy the DLC. So so certain games you can even buy the DLC because the service is not there. So it's, hey, would you like to talk about your on... item? <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Oh, is that have you have you added that on? Are you did an extra? Yeah, sorry, I thought that was on Ben's. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that issue. I, I mean, I, I don't understand enough about that to know. I, I presume it's not. It sounds like it, it isn't. But um, is that something? Is there a complication by the fact that is they're streaming them 
Well, they're streaming yeah. on off of a PS3 console with a cupboard, aren't they? And they it's essentially uh, so. It's so, not, but... so Microsoft. I was playing. Uh, they don't. So to to give to play devil's advocate here, Microsoft does not include the, the DLC for for all the old games. They do for some of them. They just give the the game of the year edition. So, for instance, I was playing. Um, uh, Peggle 2 uh, and you can buy the DLC is there to buy it to new uh, heroes and you can buy them while playing the game on Xbox Cloud so they got the, they got it to work you know so so uh, it, 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 it's not like I'm not saying Sony should include the DLC for old games they should by the way and so should Microsoft on the older older games they should just put all the DLC there but it's not even that it's the fact that you, there's a lot of games uh, that you can imagine especially like fighting games stuff like that where where you know you're going to need to be able to to, to to do the DLC otherwise otherwise the game is is going to be pointless playing some of those some of those older games so uh, um yeah again uh, uh, just a bit of uh, of of bad pr when it comes to to the to 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 sony when it comes to their new service um another one which which annoyed me this is a m- more on a personal n- a note was uh, they said that, Anyone with PlayStation Now, we're gonna convert the PlayStation Now into the the highest level of the new, whatever they have. So, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. If you're gonna come up with three similar names for, for, for your for, for your uh, rather than level one, two, and three, uh, I'm sorry if I'm not gonna remember which one is higher, the extra or the premium. Or, the top tier, that'll do. The top tier. We all know what that means. Right. Yeah. For the top tier, if you have PlayStation Now, they convert one to one. You know, uh, but I said, okay, fantastic. What I'm going to do, the service come out, comes out in June. I'm going to go ahead and buy one year of PlayStation Now. Yeah, at £60. I'm going to go ahead and buy that. And then I'm going to try the, the, the service. Oh, no, no, cannot buy PlayStation Now. Sorry, mate. <laughs> so, sorry, we're, we're not selling a PlayStation Now because we don't want you to convert to the other one. Uh, even though we said you will, you, you'll be able to. That's bad. I mean, now you know what's going to happen now. I'm not going to buy the other service. I'm not buying PlayStation Now or the other service. Well done, PlayStation. Slow hand clap for you. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, the thing yeah. is, the way they the way they did it was terrible as well. Because I was in the same boat. It's like, well, you know, actually, they're adding games to PlayStation now. They're still advertising it. I'll give it a try before this new thing, and then obviously, you know, benefit cool. from it. But obviously, I'm in the know of, of what's going on. So, I was on the you know tried it on the Vita. I've tried it on the on the PS3 and the PS4, and it just takes you to a blank page if you're lucky, and it doesn't even give you the reasons within the console ecosystem why you can't buy it doesn't and it now. says there uh, it says there get playstation now you go to get it and then and then it, it, it doesn't give you the option to get it and then you have to go on the playstation faq to find out what the fuck is happening it's really bad yeah. but if if i don't yeah. know what's happening i'm going like why why can i not get playstation now i'm trying to get playstation now why can i not get it it, it does seem a bit like they're making a lot of this up as they go along yes any big plan i mean some of the stuff they're doing is good i know like they're to like some of the emulation like they're adding in trophy support and stuff like that or like it's up to the developers but they can add in trophy support and i think like you can do rewinds and stuff like that and like save states on the old older older games which i think is good for their for like the old older systems but then like i hear like the the supposed like improvements like visually that they claimed that they're basically put them together <laughs> no <laughs> the so, exact so so like um that. I looked at the Digital Foundry video on on that because I am generally interested in 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 playing some of the older games, like the, the trophy support on old games. That's great, uh, and then. Um... Cypher has got trophy support. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's the first one. Even though the second one is really the one I really like, but but yeah, uh, that, that obviously there, and I'll be interested. But I was looking at it, and they have like a 
they they need a lot of work still. It, it, the rewind is great, step state is great, but um, they have like this one to one pixel uh, resolution. And Siphony Filter, if you put one to one, and most games, PlayStation two, two, two games, it just stretches them. So you see the like, sorry, stretches them inwards. So uh, you know, what I mean, it's just uh, uh, that's probably not the word I'm looking for. But you know what I mean, just, just squishes them, squishes the the, the image in, inwards on the one to one, looks completely bad. And if you stretch it, it goes bad. And if you do original, it's too small. It, they they're really fucking fucking up the thing. And and then when you look at certain emulators, um, uh, or for instance that that thing I was talking about that that uh, Game Boy like alternative whatever it's called that you can put thing they they really get those things well you know like you can you know yeah if... I, I think that that yeah that is slightly different though because that that is a hardware solution and that is a direct copy of the chipset that Fine. is that is that is hardware running Fine. exactly as the initial chipset did so that's a bit unfair to compare that okay. but yes you're right there are there are emulation that do better emulation is never perfect but there's um, that... there's, there's there's homebrew emulation that works better than this yeah. exactly exactly but 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 i i welcome uh, i welcome some of the things they've added like the, the rewind uh, rewind not so much i you know listen if, if i want to play rewind i'll go and play sons of sons of time right but 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 uh, but if uh, but the certainly the safe state is, is is something which which uh, very much interests me uh, not so much because i'm a worse gamer than i used to be just because i'm a gamer that has less time so 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 sometimes I, I would like to be able to save state before a boss just be, you know because i don't want to be uh, you know going back and, and playing it all the thing, uh, uh, you know all the way to the boss again uh, in certain all the games but um yeah what's what's because i've been hitting on playstation for the bad things on this one let's concentrate on the positives safe state is great rewind is great and it's good that they're putting a, a trophy trophy supports for some of the other games some work to be done oh yeah and the other thing is as well they, they uh, uh playstation 5 can only do 60 hertz that's the lowest you can go 60 60 hertz and uh they put in the pal version <laughs> which is which is which is 50 hertz <laughs> and then wait you know what they do to to, to be able to combat it uh, they yeah. just they, no no that no pal is th- frames per second and hertz are different th- things so so, so uh, yeah, I, thought, I thought hertz was 30 still but okay no no uh so, so pal uh nts i think is 59.9 or whatever just under 60 and 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 pal, uh, and pal is 50 frames per second is different you know like i think most of the games run at 20 to 30 frames depending on on, on on the era but um what they do to to catch up is they go like okay so we have 50 hertz and and the minimum is 60 so we're just going to insert 10 10 10, 10 frames in the middle which which causes stutter to, to try and try and keep the otherwise you, you, everything will be out of out of time you know uh, you, 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 the game will be running either too slow or too fast right uh, so there's a bit of work to be done there um, the reason they included the PAL version I think my understanding is because the PAL version of most games tends to have more uh, lo- localization support so they have more languages French Italian yeah. English so so they're trying to that's why they do that'll be why it is yeah rather than putting the say the, the American version which for the most part only has english uh maybe spanish if you're lucky you know so, so that's why uh that's why they, they they're using the power version but um let's face it on that microsoft has been killing it on that the, 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 some of the older games they're doing they adding like 120 frames support that they're proper like working with all these games to make them work and look the best that they can you know um and um uh, admittedly they only have to go back to the xbox they don't have to, which is, is the equivalent of playstation they don't have to go further back than that uh, they don't have to go playstation one or or, or 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 lower and they've always used 
x86 type of uh, um, uh, uh, format, but 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 the, you know they're doing they're doing a good job on that, and and uh, and um, I, I want PlayStation to do the same. And to be fair, you know they're doing some steps towards it. And yeah, I think they'll get there. And and look, this is basically the best way to actually play those games because. People that aren't Ben don't have all of those fucking consoles and discs to go back to. And if you ever want to play any of those games, the best way to do it, the easiest way to just fucking get the PS Plus and play them, like get get over it. There's going to be some issues. They're not going to be perfect. But or if that's, you, the, that's the easiest way to play them. If you want to play PlayStation One games, if you have a PS3, any PS3 can play PlayStation One games. What are you on about? <laughs> that's not true. Don't even start this road. <laughs> I am going to mute you um, both. All right, uh, Maris, there's some more good news coming from PlayStation. Do you want to tell us? Yes. Um, so they've announced three um, TV series coming from PlayStation franchises. Um, one being a Horizon um, series um, going to Netflix, a God of War series on the other one. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime um, and a Gran Turismo the uh, Gran Turismo series. How I feel. They're just as Gran Turismo series, so I'm not sure if that's going to be like a story-based fucking Fast and the Furious style thing. Or I know they've already done. They've previously done TV series where it's like people playing the game to get like real-world racing driver contracts and stuff like that. So I'm guessing that's actually what the Gran Turismo one is going to be. I, I'm going to call it. I'm, I'm going to call more, it here. I, I'm I'm more happy on that than the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I, I'm gonna yeah. call it here, even though there's no no more other than the, than, the, than the premise, the title of Gran Turismo series, and it's, it, it even has a partner yet in terms of the, the streaming streaming uh, partner. But I think it's gonna be more a case of a car show, like showing a car from the. This is a car from the game. This is a, you know like maybe like a, you know like the. I think and I would like that, like just going going more into the car, the cars that 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 made or the tracks that there are in, in. I think if they do more like a documentary type things of this is the cars, this is the. I think that, that I, I personally would like to watch that uh, more than a, than a, a Fast and the Furious type <laughs> thing. I, I definitely think it will be more that, that route, because if you look at the history of the Gran Turismo series and, and Polyphony, they love cars. They yeah. love the detail, the history of the tracks, the, yeah. you know, the history of the racing. So even, like you say, if they did, you know, an episode per, you know, Ferrari, the next one's Lamborghini, the next one's Renault, you know. Yeah, they, and all, got... all, the, all the Lamborghinis in the, in the game, all the Ferraris in the game, that type of yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. And and they've got such good high production value teams as well. But, you know, the, the intro sequences of the, the videos, they're always cut perfectly together. And, it, you know, it really gives you a sense of feeling and, and cars is their passion. And, and out of, you know, again, the sort of stuff that I would watch, that would probably be more interesting, not because I like cars to a point, but just the, you know, the production value of, of See- the Gran Turismo brand and what it has built up over the yeah. last what, to, to me years. if I'm in charge of, of it or if I'm part of the team it's exactly what you said Ben do that with the uh, history of the, the product history of the of the car but also show how you know show parts of how they capture the car and how they capture the sound and really how they get into to getting all that into the game because then if I'm watching that series and I'm not a, a gamer I go like, ooh, they really put a lot of things together. I want to go and play the game, uh, uh, you know. And and if I'm if I'm the game and I like the uh, gamer, and I, I am a gamer. But if I like the game, then I go and watch the, the TV series. So, so I think to me that's that's how they do it. But on the other two that have been announced, uh, obviously the Horizon and the uh, God of War. Which one? 
are you guys most excited for? Marius, you first. Which one? Is it's 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 Kratos, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I I I don't. I I think I think it's really tough. I think um, Horizon could potentially make a a more sort of spec. Horizon seems like more of the spectacle TV show. Just being in that world and stuff. I think could be and the big massive dinosaur robot things um you know should make good exciting viewing um uh, but you know i'm always about god of war do you think they should cast that guy we saw cosplaying a few years ago in EGX, fat kratos yeah. <laughs> as, as kratos because uh hey listen we're not fat shaming we love fat kratos we're, we're, we're oh, fat kratos is amazing yeah yeah we're, we're, uh, we're massive yeah. fans we're massive fans um i i i mean this this won't happen but i'd actually like to see them return to the greek um era no. God it's not it's not gonna happen I, but it would, it would be good if they did it'd be good if you did though yeah jason and the argonaut style yeah absolutely stop motion stop motion yeah. animation oh that'd be amazing <laughs> right so that's uh, uh playstation uh, actually the uh, xbox have had obviously i haven't seen any of it yet I, i'm gonna have to i'm waiting for i think all of it's out now i, I want to watch the the halo uh, tv show i think there was some mixed reviews on it but you know i'm gonna obviously watch it for myself uh, um uh, but i want to see more video game um adaptations there's been some good ones the witcher specifically was really good i mean i haven't seen season two yet completely i've only watched a few episodes of season two i'm a bit behind on my tv but certainly season one was, was brilliant uh, and uh, and these things are great because they work in, in in synergy they you know you play the the game you want to watch the, the tv show you watch a tv show you want to play the game the, the, i mean sales of witcher 3 went went um he, he made it again i believe it back into the top 10 most played games on on steam when uh, when the series came out on, on netflix originally so um so uh, uh, these things really work, uh, um, as I say, in synergy, which is great. Right, guys, let's uh, let's leave the news behind. Let's leave the news behind and move over to the playlist. And the playlist is the part of the show where we like to talk about the video games, the VG games we've been playing over the last couple of weeks. And um, let's uh, let me start. Let me start with one here. Just uh, it's the one I played the least. But it's 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 I want to talk about it uh, ever so quickly because this is a game where I think Marius will both love it and hate it at the same time, but more love it and hate it. Uh, and I've only played a bit, uh, like not enough for me to give a full review, but enough to give a preview. And I'm gonna stream this uh, soon. I, I'm gonna. I think it's a good game for streaming. Well, good game. I don't know. I mean, within the first like few scenes uh, you see the main character completely naked straight away which I, i'm not sure i'm not sure how good that is for streaming anyway the game is called tormented souls okay and marius what is tormented souls do you like the original resident evil one and twos the silent hills of this world you know with tank controls fixed cameras you know jump scares you know inventory management you know uh, puzzle solving within 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 the world do you like all of that all of that, even inventory management, is the one and only genre where inventory management is acceptable. Do you like only being able to save in a certain device, like say a typewriter oh. or a tape recorder? No. Uh, you do not, not like... anymore. <laughs> that is the one thing. Literally yesterday, I deleted Resident Evil Zero from my PlayStation because of that very reason. It's just like, like I'm I'm too time poor to to have that. Right. That, that. 
uh, fair, performance, f- f- fair enough. Tormenta Souls is that. So Tormenta Souls is, is a game, uh, new game. I think it came out, uh, 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 came out this year. I'm pretty sure it was this year it came out. Uh, let me just double check that. Or if not this year, cer- certainly. Um, uh, I think no, it was this year. Uh, but uh, Tormenta Souls um, is that all? All of that that I said, um, and uh, it came out in. No, uh, August twenty twenty one. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. It came out. It came out. Uh, I think, obviously, t- t- uh, August twenty twenty one. But I only only started playing it now. That is actually. The, I'm just checking. Yeah, there's a there's a demo you can download on um, on Steam. So uh, if you're not sure, you know, demo is there. We like demos. You know, demos are making an appearance again. And 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 on Steam, they've been they've been always been uh, strong. So uh, uh, don't take my word for it. Go and play the demo. Uh, right. It's all of that. Uh, it's an homage, a copy of uh, of uh, 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 all those those games, and I'm talking like proper the the the, the Resident Evil ones and twos and the Silent Hills, not so much the, the new ones. Um, and it's a game for the fans of that 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 genre of gaming. So if 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 you're a horror fan that's never played the Resident Evil game, I'm not sure if this is going to be for you. But if you're a, a horror fan that is a fan of the original Silent Hills and Resident Evils of this world. This this might be for you. I mean, you start the game, you go into this this this. Um, you start the game, you've been knocked out. You're inside this bath. Your eyes missing. You're in like in, in you're in a ventilator, and it's like you're trying to uncover what's happened. And and uh, and uh, there's jump scares. I mean, it made me jump a couple of times on the little little I played. So I think that's why I think it's going to be a great game for streaming because uh, people like seeing me jump like a little girl when I'm playing. But um, other than uh, the save on a tape recorder, which I know you you you, <laughs> you you're against, I think this you might actually like this game. So give give the demo a go at least because I think I think you might like it. So that's Tormented Souls. Um, very much just a, a preview at the moment, preview slash review. Uh, I recommend it for anyone that's a fan of those type of games. Uh, and uh, I'll be streaming more of it. And uh, hopefully on, on, the, on the next podcast, I should be able to give more of a, more of a review. If I had to say anything, you know, on the limited time I played, it's a bit more ropey than some of, you know, sorry, not ropey. It's probably better than the, uh, in terms of mechanics than those games were when they first came out. But the, those those mechanics are quite old now. So so there are new mechanics like such as saving <laughs> whatever you want, for instance. Uh, but yes, I, I I do recommend this game for fans of the genre. That's Tormented Souls. Uh, right. What should we go? We, let's move over to the Dark Pictures anthology, A Little Hope. I think that's probably a good a good segue. You've been playing that, haven't you, um, Marius? I certainly have. So um, this is one of the uh, the other ones from um, Super Massive Games of um, uh, Until Dawn fame, uh, not to be confused with Super Giant Games. I had a conversation with 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 the the, the wife of of the 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 head. The, the head of the company of Supermassive, and she was talking talking to to me about Supermassive. I'm like I'm a massive fan of of their games. I played, and I'm thinking Hades. I'm thinking uh, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking Vastian. Um, uh, and then she was like, "Have you played the Dark Pictures Anthology?" I'm like, "I didn't know they made that." <laughs> you know, then, have you played this? I'm like, oh, yeah. and then I, then you know, like when you realize, oh shit, <laughs> we're talking about different. <laughs> I was backing away slowly. Yeah, I was. I was. I felt like such an idiot. Um, so if you're listening to this, which is very very unlikely, either um, I forgot your name as well, so I'm terrible for, terrible for that. But if you're listening to this, I am sorry. I am an idiot and I'm terrible with names. But yes, they're super massive, not super giant. They make this 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 dark uh, anthology games, dark pictures. Yeah. Um, 
and I mean, that, there's not a great deal to say because I think their games have been spoken about before. And this is just another one of that. It's just following that format, which is still an amazing format. I mean, visually, they look brilliant, um, really high fidelity um, visuals going on on there. Um, it, it's it's the greatest version of choose your own adventure that's ever been done. Basically, what they do is 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 absolutely brilliant. The way that like your um, responses um, uh, will change your relationship with other characters and how they react to you, I think, is really good. And ultimately, how anything can happen—you don't know who's gonna who's gonna die, what's what's gonna happen, and and what you do can, can affect that. Um, I I have mixed feelings about this. I'm not sure which which I actually prefer, but it it does a bit like. Um, you know, like the Walking Dead games and stuff like that, where it sort of tells you when when your relationship with a character has changed and stuff like that. And I sort of think I'd quite like to have that hidden, so you don't. Re- it doesn't necessarily point it out. Um, but but also, I, I don't know. I sort of want both. I quite like it to be hidden in the game, but then for me to be able to look at it afterwards and see what yeah. um, what 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 my choices um, affected. Um, there is, there is a bit one thing I'm not entirely sure on, like there's a couple of bits where you have to like be quiet and that is just a bit like that there's basically like a heartbeat across the screen and you just have to press the button in time with that which was a bit was a bit rubbish um they seem to have chilled out the QTEs a bit so, like some of the original ones like you really had to be on the ball and quick and it's one of those with I think they've done it right here because it is very, it's so story based. So sometimes I'm grabbing a drink or eating my crisps or whatever it might be, and then suddenly a, a QT would pop up, and I'd be like, "Oh bugger, that's it! Someone died just because I didn't have my hands immediately mm. glued to the pad." Whereas there's a little bit more warning on this one, which I think w- w- was a good way to go. Um, and this one's more about like you're in that you you're sort of in a bus crash, um, get diverted through this weird town that you basically can't can't get out of bit silent hill-esque the fog around the town is preventing you from from getting out and it, and it's sort of um witchcraft and sort of the sort of witch trials of like 300 years ago is, is sort of where the story is, is is based around and i i'm i'm finding this to be an improvement on the previous one the man of medan um uh i think generally I, i'm much more engaged in the story on this um, so yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it and super hyped for the fact I've forgotten what it's called, um, but they've got a new one on the way, which is outside of the Dark Pictures anthology, which is a, a more like a spiritual successor to um, uh, Until Dawn. Um, so I'm really excited about that, and and I think there's one other Dark Pictures anthology as well. I can't remember what it's called that um, I've yet to play, so I might be moving on to that after this one. Yeah, like like Ben said, the quarry I think it's called. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, interesting bit of information. I live across the road from uh, Steve Goss, who's a pretty influential guy at uh, well across across the video game industry. Um, and yes, the quarry comes out uh, this week, I think. Tenth of June, very soon. Tenth of June. Um, in yeah, a in a right. if you listen to this and I've done it right in in about. In about ten days, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, give or take. Uh, uh, sh- sh- should be fine. Should be fine. Should be fine, guys. Should be fine. Uh, just one question before we move on on, on that one. Um, you mentioned The Walking Dead, and you mentioned decisions. Oh, such and such will remember this, or uh, such and such didn't like your answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the 
my only criticism of, of, of The Walking Dead, which is the one I played of this type of game, is that your decisions really mean nothing because because uh, because it, they do mean something, but but really there's 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 a, there's an over uh, there's an arch that doesn't matter what you do, you're always going to end up there. Is this like that, or or, or will, the, will the ending be completely different if if you uh, if you? Uh... I I don't know. I I don't know what the difference in endings are. I'm about halfway through it. Um, I mean, like in Until Dawn, for example, it was like the ending. Basically, yes, it was. It was. It's variations of the the ending was always like in the same room. It was just a matter of how many people were alive mm-hmm. uh, in that room and how many people were dead, basically. Um, so it was just slight variations like that. But it's not about just the ending. It's about the whole story going through. Okay. And it, it, like like to just to just say, oh, it doesn't mean anything because it doesn't change the ending. Well, bollocks, because like literally, what uh, one interaction with that character will, will will change how they how they respond to. You. So it, it uh, a, a cheesy expression to make, but it's about the journey, not the destination, type type thing. Um, okay. Although I was reading something about the quarry the other day, and they're claiming something like 186 different endings on that one. So. <laughs> if, okay. it's, if it's you want a different, if you want an ending based on your choices, then the quarry sounds like the way no, to go. No, w- w- what I meant more is like, what was that game we, you quite like that anime game we you played uh, with the, with the fireworks? I'm forgetting the name of it now. Um, with lots of different endings as well, uh, and uh, the girl, girl with the white hair, you know, like uh, uh, what's it called? felt like a platinum game it wasn't a platinum game but you were like in this post-apocalyptic uh, city Neuro Automata Prison Neuro Automata exactly and me. what I like yeah. about what I like about that is there are different endings on that if you eat something you can game over you know that's the actual yeah. different different that's consequences and stuff that's all I was asking I'm not saying I'm not saying when I'm asking the question I'm not saying just because the ending doesn't change it makes it a bad game I'm asking does the ending change Based on your on your consequences, I mean, uh, I, I'm sure it does. Yes, yeah. but again, I think it's on the until dawn lines of the changes, who's alive and who isn't. Um, but again, obviously, that that you know, by doing that, it does affect it throughout because some people can die very early in some of these games. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about this one. I don't think I've been at a point where someone could have died yet, but I might have been. Um, everyone's still currently alive, but obviously someone can die really early and that affects the entire rest of the game because obviously um, they're no longer there and you can't continue that element of the story. Fair, fair enough. Right, let's move over then to the next one. Uh, ben, you've been playing... Middle Earth Shadow of War, right? I'm sure we talked about this uh, before. No, so it's we say the... this every time Ben. No, 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 no. I haven't. We say, this we say you've already talked about these games before, yeah. Ben. You can't talk about them anymore. No, you ever. can. You can. I just, I just feel like that game we talked about every time Ben is here. But go on, tell us about it again. No, this, this is the second game in the, ah. in the series. Okay. I have never played it before. Okay. Um, however, um, it is. If you played the first one, it's a continuation. Um, I platinumed it, uh, which took me about 30 hours in the end. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a game whereby I have absolutely no idea what happened in the story, any of the side quests. <laughs> I, you know, I tried, I really tried, but it was very, very boring. However, the combat's fun. It's, you know, it's a Nemesis. WB game. Uh, it's, you know, the Nemesis system in this one didn't seem, uh, obviously it wasn't as novel uh, because it's been done before. Um, 
the interactions with each of the orcs, you know, when they come into the battlefield for the first time, uh, they used to say, you know, I'm going to kill you. But now they'll say, I'm going to kill you like this and because of that and how this. So you end up having these little interstitial um, interactions with every single orc that goes on for 20 to 30 seconds in some instances. And that got a bit grating uh, and very, very boring. And they didn't have as much character I didn't think as in the first game. The, the um, nemesis, the nemesis system, I think, can go together with the active uh, reload onto the onto the uh, bits of of gameplay that you think that every game is gonna still f going forward and no one yeah. does, <laughs> you know, for some reason. Uh, patents is the answer to why. Oh, uh, on they, the active, the the... they've got the nemesis system locked down to fuck. No one's allowed to use. Oh, it. but not surely not the active reload. You know, active reload is just no one. I don't know about active. I don't know active reload. No, but. Nemesis yeah. system, it's it's locked down very heavily, so no no one can use it. Fair enough. Okay. That's why you don't see more of that. Because it's great. It's a great uh, thing, isn't it? I, I like it. You know, it, it is cool. I mean, I I didn't find myself having those like personal vendettas with you know one particular orc that kept killing me all the way through. You know, in the first game, there was one dude that I just couldn't kill for some reason, uh, and he ended up being you know my equivalent of a final boss. Uh, and this one didn't seem to have as much. It had emotion, but it was sort of dead emotion, if that makes sense. But dead macro eyes. Game, if if you enjoyed the first one, it's basically exactly the same. You know, there's there's a big skill tree. Uh, I would argue that you know once you've you've, you've found your build, you get you don't change around. Um, you know, there is elemental pros and you know rock paper scissors type uh, combat. Um, but I enjoyed it, you know, I, I got through it, uh, I'll say I got through it, you know, I did enjoy it, but it was a very sit down and play, you can go and do a mission, uh, or, you know, you can go do some side stuff, story stuff. Uh, it was a bit disjointed, jumping around the map, uh, you know, the flow of it, and there's a lot of UI tweaks that, you know, could have been made it a little bit more enjoyable, but uh, you know, on the whole, it's, you know, it was a good 7 out of 10 game, Um that I played to platinum and had no idea what that, actually happened in the story. The first one, uh, the first game of I forgot the name of it, but the first game of of that series was fucking phenomenal. Shadow of Mordor. It was. It was really really good. It oh, was, it was a great uh, game. It was my my yeah. first PS4 platinum. Um, it was a great game, and I did did enjoy it. But again, it's this much the same, and, and you can't always recreate those. No, lightning you know, in the bottle kind on. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I I never bothered with the second one because it really did just feel it's just the same game again yeah. from what I'd read and seen of it. It really did felt there's nothing really new there, and I felt like I'd had I'd got enough of what I needed of that from the first one. Yeah. So that's why I didn't bother with the second. But... When it released, I think there was some controversy over like the microtransactions and the amount of grinding that you needed to do to, to level up and things like that which they have patched out and, and tweaked so if anyone you know wants to play it uh it, it, it works well you know it's, it was only a 30 hour platinum for me so there's know. too many games to to play and too many games to go back uh like i i bioshock by the way psa uh, i think it will still be uh, available once podcast comes out but uh, epic games is currently giving the Bioshock Trilogy uh, for free on Epic. Uh, uh, that's the remaster. The trilogy, yeah. Bioshock Trilogy. Oh. That's that's the first, second, and uh, Infinite. Uh, the first and second remastered and Infinite. And uh, I was like, you know what? And with all the DLC, obviously that has all the DLC as well. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, 
you know, I'm, I'm I think I'm, I'm due to playing that Bioshock again. I know my Mar- Mar- I mean, played the first one like last year. I think it was it's still good, isn't it? It's still, it's still, it's still yeah, great. yeah, still, still, still great. I need to give that a go. Uh, right, uh, let's move over. Let's move. We have quite a few games to go through. Uh, I need to be very careful here, Ben. We're gonna see what you're gonna say. Elden Ring. What what have you got to say here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a bloody good game. Okay, um, carry on. Continue. Continue. Not, not necessarily <laughs> late to the party. Um, it is. Uh, definitely the most accessible Souls game, I think. Uh, I played the first couple of hours, um, and I, I sort of mainlined the, you know, the the, the main uh, golden path. path or whatever. It was. Golden path, yeah. Uh, golden path, and I got to the first, you know, proper big boss, um, and I was like, I'm not very good at these games, but I do love them as, you know, I've on the bridge, on, yeah, on, on the bridge, the boss. Um, going into the the, the Stormvale Castle. Yeah, boss, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Uh huh. Um, Ended up bypassing Stormvale completely because obviously it's that sort of game where if you find a cave or a you know, path, you can you know miss out complete areas of the game. Yeah. And then through chatting to, to a friend who is very big into his, his Souls games, um, and we were talking about you know this would be a perfect game for a proper printed out strategy guide just because you know that old school nostalgia of having no idea in such a big world where and what to do. Um, and I do love the fact that you know there is no quest markers there is no anything it's just you know there's a compass you can make your own path so after a discussion of, of you know builds and stuff like that which again this is a game that there are so many ways of doing so many different things uh, but what's build need... what build did you go with then what builds uh i'm a samurai um but again i've normally i'd restart the game and respec you know after reading you know longer term you know if you've not done it early on then you're going to struggle with this and the other but then i thought no you know what for me this game is the exploration of a world that i have no idea about so, um, so for, for the oh, for the sorry for, uh, sorry to, to, to have some questions uh, i do want to hear more about it but but, but for that for the uninitiated a samurai build what's what do you uh, w- what stats do you put your points more is it strength and dexterity is that what, what you put uh, in yeah game? strength strength and dexterity would be you know i like to have uh, I'd like to have a, a you know sword and shield, but also roll around a lot because. Uh, so you need a, you need the dexterity about for, for yeah, this. But, so... but the, the, as I say, that the way it's become accessible is because you know there's so many different ways you can do the first starting area, uh, or not not ways, but you know just exploring and that trial and error and the way that you're you don't okay yes you lose your your souls when you die the path back to them is a lot easier and because elden ring gives you that opportunity to run away uh, or avoid a boss completely it's given me that you know that that want to go exploring but marking oh, there's you know there's a massive dragon over there i'm going to avoid that for a bit but mark it on my map and i'll come back when i've taken care of these low level and as i say i've always loved these games the the skill required once you get your head around uh you, you know upgrade your your weapon not necessarily your skills and it makes a very different build your character to your play style uh that flexibility gave me that kind of well actually i'm going to sneak around for a bit and be a bit you know stealthy stealthy um but i've found a few more weapons because i've explored that first area um and and i'm really really enjoying it and i'll never be that person that gets mega into you know the builds you know mid maxing and stuff like that but just the open world nature and the exploration of I don't know what's over there, um, and and obviously playing it as part of you know the zeitgeist of 
everyone's exploring things at the same time. I think it is better than the previous games because of the open world nature. Because, you know, I've got Demon's Souls original and the PS5 version. But I've always got stuck at a certain point um, because I'm not very good. And obviously then it comes back to where you have to grind the same area over and over again because it is a little bit more you know, narrower path. Whereas with Elden Ring, this open world is... If you want to grind a cave over and over again, you can do. But if you just want to go exploring and run away from the ones that, you know, the battles, you, you pick your battles. Uh, it changed the concept of, of Elden Ring to me. And it's, it's been really, really good. So I'm about 25 hours in and I still haven't be- defeated, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, uh, don't worry about don't worry about the, the, the golden path. Uh, don't, no. don't worry about him at all. Uh, yes, you do eventually need to to defeat him to if you want to complete the game but because uh, he's one of the main bosses but i'll uh, i don't worry about it you're doing exactly the right thing uh, which is yeah. uh find your playstyle, find what you like to do and and spec to to to, to, to that uh, to, to that and um that's why this game is um is so so impressive and yes it is accessible in terms of there's they're not called bonfires i'm forgetting the name of it now but there's a um I forgot what they called. I'm competitive. What are the bonfires called? In I, I, they're bonfires. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a bonfire outside every single boss, pretty much. That literally before on Dark Souls and and Demon Souls, uh, sometimes the 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 um, the bonfires you would have to fight, you know, twenty, thirty mobs before you could get back to the to boss. So you die, you have to fight again, and then you die on that. And that's on purpose, by the way. That's there on purpose. It's Miyazaki yeah. being a being a sadist, and 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 and, and, and that's why I, that's one of the things I love. I'm like shit. Fuck's sake, fuck you, Miyazaki. I love you. That was great. You know, that's that's, that's why you that's why you uh, you go. But but uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you you you're you're, you're enjoying it and uh, absolutely keep building your your, your character, keep keep uh, finding your playstyle, and then you find that um, at one point you go back to to that boss and you just own him, you know, like like he's yeah. not there. Uh, having said and all it's that, so I fun. Having said all that, I love the open worlders of Elden Ring, and I've talked uh, loads about Elden Ring, and, and I'll certainly be more talk about it when it comes to the end of the year, but. Um, I still think my favorite parts of Elden Ring are the where you into the big dungeons and to the big into the castle into the other when, when they actually force you to do the Dark Souls thing of yeah. of uh, of unlocking shortcuts and that's still the best part of Elden Ring. It's it's when you're in these big dungeons, um, which if you pick all of those big dungeons on Elden Ring and put them together, you have a Dark Souls game. So so so, so but it's a Dark Souls game where they've added the open world uh, or, or call it the overworld uh, where, where you can where where you where you can go and, and level up instead. Um, the, and obviously you have the the golden pass as you say. You literally have a, a line saying this is the way, dummy. The way that if you want to play the game, if you don't know what to do, follow the line, follow follow the arrow. So so they have that. Um, okay, no good. I, I'd like to hear more of it when you play more. Just to give you an example of how I normally play Dark Souls, I play what's called the glass cannon. Uh, that's when you put all the points onto strength and um, a bit into the dexterity. Uh, almost nothing into vitality, and uh, you have yeah. very very low HP, but you you kick like a mule. So so, uh, having yeah, said that, that, no, that's how I play the game. Yeah. 
Having said that, because this game has rebumped Magic so much, Magic is so much fun on this, uh, I kind of went with the hybrid, so I have a lot of points into strength and intelligence, so I have a, uh, so I have magical swords, where you can do lots of damage with, with, while hitting, but also do magical attacks, because it's so much fun on this game, it's, uh, and, uh, and it's very useful, uh, certainly, when it comes to uh, uh, certain bosses. Um, yeah, Elden Ring is, is phenomenal, uh, and, uh, and I cannot wait to do my uh, new game plus on it. Um, Good. I'm, I was worried about seeing that there in there. I, yeah. thought, you, I thought you were going to... I, I, obviously, I was gonna have to I've mute not you. been around for a while, but I've actually been focusing on, on playing some solid games and completing stuff, and I think I've got uh, uh, six six or seven platinum since we last spoke. So. Very good. I, I still I think, and, and Marius won't do it, but I still think that Marius would love Elden Ring. Uh, 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 I, I, honest, I honestly do. Because I know he, he's tried. He's, played, he's finished Demon's Souls. He's definitely tried da- uh, enough of Dark Souls to, 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 to have an idea. Uh, and I, and I, and I think the 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 things that is that Mario says he doesn't like about Dark Souls have all been addressed on Elden Ring. Uh, so 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 I do think that that you would like the Elden Ring actually. But you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm beginning to think I might. I'm still not going to play it anytime soon. Yeah. All right. You've been playing though. Life is Strange through Colors, uh, which is, as I know, a, a game a game series you really like, don't you? Life is Strange. So I do indeed. Does yeah. this continue? Again, very... Um. <laughs> Yeah, very similar to um, um, the other that, one. The Dark, Dark Pictures. Hope, the, the Little Hope, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Now, this one is it's actually, I think they've passed it on to, it's a different um, developer. Okay. It's not Don't Nod anymore, but it's still that, that series. Um, and, yeah, I mean, again, it does nothing different to that series. So, it's, um, the story this time is... Um, as is always the way in Life is Strange, you play sort of a uh, young sort of teen-ish, early 20s, I guess, character um, who um, has some sort of um, supernatural power. In, in this case, it's really sort of like an, an empathy power in that she can sort of see how people are feeling and hear when they're feeling strong emotions, sort of feel what it is that they're actually sort of um, is going through their head, which you can obviously then use to... Um, modify your responses to those um, those characters and it's more of the same it's more life is strange really but it's like it's the visuals have been improved they've definitely um, tweaked that engine a bit so it's, it's it's working a lot better than than it was before the art style as well that they, they, they've got quite a good match it, it's it's still not photo realistic but it's not quite as cartoony as the previous ones were either which i quite like and um fuck me like the animation and in particular the eyes and eye movement on the characters for me this like almost beats uncanny valley the the characters are so believable um when they're when they're talking and i think really think it is the eye movement they really get it 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 done really well it's probably the best that i've ever seen i think wow um uh yeah it's really really um um, believable and and again along with the acting as well um all the actors done an amazing job um and it's it's one of those games it also sort of touches on some some difficult things like things about dementia grief suicide things like that um to the point that 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 i had to create a um almost made me cry counter for this game um and 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 i got to four counts of almost made me cry um which is 
like unheard of in games um if a game gets me to one on that counter it's very impressive um but yeah four times. although having said that i'm probably more liable to cry nowadays than i, than I used to be, to be, to, be, to be to be fair um but still and again i think that's all of those things i've spoken about that led to that um the particular topics the way they're acted the way they're delivered and the way the um um the the eyes and facial animation and stuff um, sort of sell um, what's happening. I also think there's a really good soundtrack on there. Again, like Life is Strange, it's a lot of sort of, not even my type of music, but I still think it's really good and really fits in well with um, uh, with the, the sort of tone of the story. It's sort of it, a lot of indie sort of um, bands on there. Um, they do a couple of good covers. Like I, I thought that a lot of people, I, remember, I seem to remember in reviews, people whinging about the use of it, but um, there's a cover of Radiohead's Creep, which I thought was, was, was actually really good, really well done. But I don't think uh, everyone tends to agree with me on, on that one. Um, uh, creep, creep, are, so... creep, creep is uh, a, a great song and also a song uh, also on the uh, Snowpiercer they had a, a really slow version of it with women singing I think it's, it's a song that's uh, covered a lot in media uh, and uh, and I actually haven't heard a bad rendition of it yet it's just a great song and I think I think yeah, uh, yeah. D- different arrangements t- tend to make it still a great song you know and I still like I like uh, I mentioned about your choices and how they're impacted. I like the way this does it because it's at the end of each chapter. Because although these were all um, uh, released at the same time, it is sort of episodic, episodic, and it's split into chapters. And at the end of each one, it tells you what percentage of players got this option, what percentage got the other. So I really like that. I think that's a really interesting way to see how, how people um, split and to see what all of the options are. So I really like the way it does that. Um, it fucking saves just before cutscenes instead of just after them. So there was more than one occasion I'd sat, I'd watched a cutscene, then I had to switch the game off to go away, and then when I came back to it, I then had to sit and watch that flipping cutscene again. Can you not? Can you not could, no, you can't. Skipping. You cut. You couldn't skip it. That for me was like, oh, you. I mean, I guess part of that is so that you under, so that you don't make a choice without having all of the information. They want. I guess they probably want you to watch that cut scheme. It's it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and I mean, I I gave some very serious consideration at one point. So within the game, um, there are a couple of arcade machines. One of which being Arkanoid. Okay. Um, the old uh, bounce the ball into the bricks game, which I obviously spent a bit of time on. Um, it's Arkanoid. Great, fantastic, good fun. Um, but there was another one that's been created for the game. Um, but again, it, it, it's it's basically a um, it's sort of a cross between Pac-Man and Donkey Kong in terms of design so in terms of how it looks it's like donkey kong it's side scrolling going up ladders down ropes things like that but in terms of gameplay it's you have to run around and collect all of the things which then opens the end of the level i gave some serious consideration to just reviewing that game <laughs> <laughs> wow was it good yeah uh, then uh, yeah, it was good yeah. yeah i mean um obviously i had to go and get the high score i mean my only complaint is that a, there was no achievement for getting the high score on there, which was... But more than that, 
I mean, I was going to do it anyway, regardless. Um, I didn't even look to check, but but the nothing popped when I did it, which I thought was surprising. And also, like there was, there was no, it didn't link into the like there was unless I missed it. There was no, there was no comment because this 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 arcade machine is like in your brother's um, house, basically. So like his name and other characters' name initials are on the scoreboard, and not one of them references the fact that you've beaten their score on it within the game, which I think. <laughs> which I think was a missed opportunity. There should have been some conversation as, as part of that. Um, but yeah, it was, it's really... It was, Let me see if I get this right. It's, very short, it's a very short game. It was like just a few levels, but it was really good. Yeah. Let me see if I get this right. Let me just backtrack a second. Yeah, You're complaining that an Easter egg in a game doesn't have a follow-up Easter egg. Okay, so, okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Let's, I mean... Um, is this Think on... of having the fucking other characters' names on the scoreboard. Is this on Game if, Pass? If those other characters aren't going to be pissed when I've beaten their score, don't have their names in it. This is on Game Pass, right? Uh, I'm a, I'm a... Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Game Pass. Very good. Very good. Uh, um, yeah, maybe. The, I mean, the, best, the best life is strange, without a doubt. Okay. It's, it's, it's interesting. Okay. Let's... Uh, I might... I might it... You know, maybe. Maybe. We'll see so many games. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so maybe I'll give it a go. Uh, we need... We need... Probably not gonna happen. We we need to uh, we need to start moving through some of these because we have loads still. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, Rogue Legacy two ever ever so quickly. I uh, finished Rogue Legacy two. And um, well done. Thank you. I think it's harder. It's much harder than than Rogue Legacy actually. Uh, <laughs> I I certainly struggled more with uh, some of the latter bosses, uh, but. Like it is on these things when it comes to Rogue Legacy or or or, or indeed uh, Dead Cells, it's one of those. Whenever you get a really good um, uh, build going, because because you, you build uh, you, you could it, like when I did get a good build building uh, going, I killed the uh, boss number uh, five, six, and seven uh, on 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 that one build. But boss number f- uh, uh, five was kicking my ass loads of times, lots of different builds, lots of different attempts. And then when I got that, like I said, that's, you know, you get, uh, you find the right artifacts and the right, uh, the right stats uh, uh, and the right class. And uh, you end up, uh, obviously, then I went and, and finished it. And then I quickly started New Game Plus um, and um, found that New Game Plus is very interesting on the, on the, on this compared to, um, old Rogue Legacy. On old Rogue Legacy, New Game Plus was, you start New Game Plus, uh, everything, every enemy is slightly harder. Finish New Game Plus, plus one, every enemy gets harder. And so on and so on and so on, yeah? And I think on, uh, I got to maybe New Game 15 or something when I was when I was playing, because I'm a big fan of Rogue Legacy. This one is different. This one goes like, all right, okay, listen, New Game Plus, fine, but this is, this is the rules. Here's a list of shit things, right? <laughs> uh, New Game Plus, pick two of them. Okay, uh, pick two of them. Uh, for instance, I, I went with enemies uh, are have a bit more health, and uh, and uh, the um, levels are larger, so it's harder to get to, to different zones, right? Um, but wait, they still do the thing of Rogue Legacy One. All the enemies have, uh, are harder anyway, so they do that. But they add these things. So every time you do a new game plus, they'll they'll keep adding more. Uh, I guess more more things to make it harder, uh, which I think. It's very interesting and makes the game a lot of fun. Still, there's still a great gameplay loop. It still makes you want to go ahead, go ahead and play it. Um, I, when I played the game on early access, I only beat the first three bosses because there's only only bosses ahead. And when I started the, playing the game now, that's on version 
uh, uh, one, uh, I continued from where I left off, and I didn't have the achievements for the first three bosses, so I wanted to go back on on Game Plus and uh, and finish those three bosses, which I did. But to my surprise, I didn't want to stop playing it. I'm like, no, I'm, <laughs> this is fun. I want to keep going. Yeah. I, I want to. I want to keep going. And that's because uh, there's so much more uh, uh, things. There's so many other rooms I still haven't been able to get because you might need to be a dwarf to get into 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 this this room. And this room only shows up every now and then. And every time I have, a, I'm a, I'm a dwarf. I never fucking see that room. It's really annoying. You know, or I die because I'm an idiot because I uh, I uh, I get too cocky and I and I jump into a room of full of enemies and, and I die. Um, Rogue Legacy Two is is heads and shoulder everything that Rogue Legacy One was and better. It it's it, it's as good as Rogue Legacy One was in every way, and is also better in every way than Rogue Legacy One was. This game is absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And had it not been for Elden Ring this this year coming out, I think that will be very difficult for this game to be beaten as my game of the year. It's that good. It's that good. Yeah, it's just uh, everyone should play it. It's that good. Also, if you, you you know, if you have a Steam Deck, I think this is the perfect uh, uh, um, uh, portable game. I think it's one one of those. You know, like, yeah, uh, I really want it to come out on Switch. It's that good. Honestly, the the bosses are interesting. The 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 different characters are, are really fun. You know, like uh, you know, you, you have your normal stuff, your archer, your mage, your your warrior. But then there's other things, Valkyries, and there's other new new classes. There's a uh, there's a, a musician which you, you drop the notes on the on on the on the on the uh, on the on the actual level. You, you drop the note down because that's this new mechanic where you can jump off of things as well. That's one of the mechanics you use to 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 platform around. So you drop the notes and you have to jump off the, the notes to to to, 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 to so you kind of like play into the music. And the more you play, the more combo builds. But obviously, you need to try and jump on it without getting hit by the enemy, and you need to get it close to the enemy. There's lots of different. There's a chef that uh, that has a pan, and uh, whenever somebody fires something at it, you can just just uh, hit hit the whatever gets hit back at you with a pan back at them. And um, there's special weapons uh, that you get during the during the game, which completely change the 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 the, the, the game. And obviously, the traits, the you know the. The nostalgia, where everything is like uh, sepia, the colorblind, where I think the description is colors have not been invented yet, and it's in black and white, uh, and uh, vegan, where if you have meat, you you lose health. Uh, diva, which which has a spotlight on you only, so you don't see the, any of the map apart from the big spotlight on you, uh, because you're a diva. And every time you kill everyone on the on the level, you get, you get lots of roses thrown at you because you're a diva. Um, it's it's this game is phenomenal. Okay, that's all I can say about it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Right, uh, let's. I want to. I want to end with Paw Patrol. So let's go for a far, far lone sales. Uh, uh, you've been playing that band, Far Lone Sales. Is not this is yeah. not the sequel. This is the original, right? This is the original one, and I only found out about them recently because uh, I think there's a, there's a there is a new one or newer one where yes. you go underwater uh, on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but but far is is a really lovely side-scrolling, um, what is it? A car, a, a vehicle driving. Yeah. Story-driven walking. With a few puzzlers, so unlock yeah, unlock the story. So... You know, uh, a bit of navigation, light light management of of it's, of, yeah, of your vehicle. It's, it's a light inventory management. Very uh, very light because I know. Yeah. I keep I keep asking Marius so, yeah. to try this because I think you'll like it. You know, it, it is a, it is a really cool game. So yeah, you, you you're basically in control of a machine, um, and the um, uh, the aim of the game is to basically head right on your screen, 
to, to, to get through the world. And Ben, on, uh, on, is... on ultra wide, this game looks incredible because you can see the whole thing. I can whole imagine, thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. imagine yeah. man, that would be really, really cool. It is. But yeah, it's basically, <laughs> you've got you've got some very simple mechanics with the machine. Um, one is uh, you can obviously repair any damages. One, you get a sail, uh, obviously when it's windy, put the sails up to get a little bit more locomotion. But the, the main crux of the game is you need to pick up debris that you find on, on your travels um, to burn, to give you energy. Uh, to, to progress through the level and and throughout the journey you get um stopped by you know a, a, a puzzle of some sort a fallen, tr it, a fallen tree uh, a door a which is not tree, opening you might have to yeah, try and work out you know you've got to flick a switch uh, a couple of screens on um, but you you really gain this sort of bond with your machine because you've got a you, you've got a way up you know i've got a i want to get across the uh, the scenery which is is very very pretty it's all sort of, it's it's what the world minus all the shit <laughs> yeah from, from the movie um, yeah and, and yeah you're just this little, little guy walking around the map picking up bits to throw into your, your furnace uh to build up steam uh to, to move a little bit forward um and it's it's really cool i mean the the, the main story to, to get through the game uh it's it's like two hours i think I think there is it's, a it's visual it. storytelling more than but, uh, yeah. more, more than uh, than anything you know and it's it's just a really really it is. cool concept and, and the new one looks really great again you you take control of a ship but you you can actually go under the sea uh in some extent and i think the the, the setting of of the universe is that um the, the seas are sort of drying up and it's it, it, there's not many people left it's just you and the machine and that's about it so yeah I, yeah. I, I I really do recommend Fire Loan Sales. Loan Sales. Uh, it's yeah, yeah a and small bite-sized game. And and if you don't want to try that, that's what that's the the Seco is on Game Pass. So you should absolutely give it a go. All right, okay, that's that's great. Um, right, uh, da, 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 what have we got here? Okay, so we have we finish before we move over to Paw Patrol. When we hear that last, uh, we we have two um, survival type. Oh no, we don't. Did Manhater just? Oh, yeah. did, did Manhater just get deleted? No, 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 listen, if you don't have anything to say about it, it's okay. It's... I platinumed it. It's really good fun. It's a good jaunt. Uh, Man but... Eater, Shark PG. Um, it controls really badly. Get your head around it for the first hour or so, and by the end of it, you'll have a fun time. Uh, the humor in it's very, very fun. Uh, and it's one of the first games that I've actually completed and put the DLC on my wish list. Okay. Um... So, so it, but is it a survival game? Am I right in saying that? In terms of you have to... Uh... What's not really it's it's you're a shark and right. you go around eating people to to uh grow bigger get get upgrades um and your upgrades can be things like uh electric jaws which electrocute folks when you're biting them um it's I'm, I'm sure i might have started it very briefly when the last time i podcast um, but i ended up going all the way through uh in a couple of sittings and um yeah basically you're just you're, you're a shark running around or swimming around the you start off in the sort of swampy area uh, and there's a very sort of uh, south florida feel to, to the world um, and it's just basically little areas that you go in you, you might have to eat 10 uh, small fish or, or 10 turtles and that's that's one of your quest markers you do that you get some experience you level up your shark you go on to the next area and do the same thing 
Right. Um, I, 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 uh, yeah, sorry. I, I must have misheard the survival thing because I'm looking here on Steam and it says similar to games you played Horizon Zero Dawn and Tomb Raider. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a small open ish. No, it's not anything like those games. To Listen, be fair. don't don't you don't you uh, badmouth Gabe. Gabe is always right. If you say it's similar to those games, <laughs> it's similar to those games. Okay, uh, all right. Okay, but, well that that looks interesting. You know, it's it's uh, it's currently it was 50, good fun. Currently fifty percent off on Steam. So uh, and it's, yeah, it's a very positive uh, um, uh, review. So um, hey, go and give that a go. Why not? I think uh, it's on Game Pass. Is it, uh, not? it, it was, on Game Pass? I don't know whether it still is. No, it it was free on PlayStation Plus right at the PS5 launch period. Uh, that's where I played it. And as I say, it's the yeah. DLC when it comes comes it, cheap, I would. It's like on Game Pass. Uh, Maris is correct. So it's on Steam for fifty percent off, or if if you have Game Pass already, it's there. Uh, I've been meaning to play it for ages. I've just never quite got. Do right. it and and get get past the the janky controls. Then they're, they're not. They are janky, but it's kind. Of, you you end up spamming the R2 button a lot for. for basically biting stuff um so it does get a bit boring. there's not a lot of um uh you know complexity to it but the the narration is one of the guys that's a voice in archer uh, and he's got good humor um and it sort of pushes pushes the story along um in, in a way that you think well yeah how can you add story to a shark a man-eating shark uh you know eating stuff but it's yeah it check it out it's uh it's a very, very good 7 out of 10. Okay. It's mine. Another 7 out of 10 from Ben. We like it. Okay, so uh, I've been playing a game called V Rising, which I don't know if any of you have has heard of V Rising at all. No. Heard of it. Discounted it as something I was not for me. Uh, Marius, I can, as, as a person that knows your taste in video games, I can absolutely tell you and guarantee that this is not a game for you. However, uh, <laughs> uh, V Rising is hey listen this game has uh, absolutely hit the 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 road running uh, the floor running or what the saying is the ground 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 running that's the baby that's the baby it hit the ground running uh, it hit the ground running that might be the podcast title um, but uh, um, essentially the reason I I, I wanted to play it is because it got described to me as as similar to games you play I like Rust and Valheim, right? And I'm like, well, I like Russ, I like Valheim. I like those survival games where you have to go and get resources and build uh, build uh, defenses and build and upgrade said defenses and uh, get better gear, get better weapons, uh, and go and do stuff in the world and have fun and, and do it either on your own or with uh, in a world with other players or in the, or in the world a server with only with your friends where you can, you know, help each other, you know, go, go through these things. Uh, the the difference on this one here compared to the other ones, uh, obviously Rust being, uh, I guess, the, the, more, the most, the more different one from this one, but both Rust is obviously first person and, and, uh, and, and Valheim is third person, but Valheim is very deep into the Norse mythology and, uh, and uh, this one here, it's is a it's isometric viewpoint, so it's more like uh, uh, like your uh, Diablo on your uh, you know Neverwinter Nights that that type of uh, of gameplay, and you're a vampire uh, and uh, you have to regain back your power. You need to build a you know get a castle and conquer everything, and then you have to 
you have to go and uh, and uh, hunt for uh, for for humans and uh, and or animals and drink their blood and uh, and uh, and do all of that and uh, you start and, and obviously start rebuilding your your your, your palace your castle and just uh, just uh, just uh, do that um i really like this game it's one of those games that i was like I started playing it, and within the first half an hour, I'm like, I made a huge mistake. This is not for me. <laughs> this is this is definitely not for me. It's uh, yes, it's a bit like Bauheim, but but my God, it's not. You know. Uh, and then the more I started playing and unlocking different things you can do and different powers, and I started going like, you know what? Actually, the combat part of it is actually a lot more fun than any of these games I, I said before. You know, your Rust and your Bauheim is actually uh, a very competent. Uh, combat system you have magic and and you have um and you unlock different abilities the more you progress uh and um so uh yeah it's one of those games i started playing and i'm like i'm not sure and then i cut to i play like six hours of it within a couple of days i'm like bloody hell i just it was a time sink game where you just you know and the other other great thing is you're a vampire so when the sunlight comes up you need to go and hide in the shade (laughs) because because otherwise you're gonna start burning right uh and um and there's also like a I picked some items from this chest, for instance, and, uh, and it was like, uh, I started losing health. I'm like, what's happening? I'm carrying silver. I'm like, shit, I'm a vampire. I cannot touch silver. So he has all of that stuff, that uh, that like, like vampire stuff, right? Um, and then there's other things like uh, if you if you keep hit, if you keep getting blood from animals, you you, you might get like a, an animal buff because you're, the blood, all the blood you're getting is from animals. Or if you're doing just uh, from uh, from uh, from humans, you might get a buff based on that. So so there's 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 a lot of mechanics on this. Uh, uh, there's uh, that I'm still trying to get to grips with. At the moment, I, I got to the point where I can build the castle walls, but I still haven't got brick. So I haven't got whatever makes brick available yet for me. But if you like those type of games, survival games where you have to research new materials, you have to get. Uh, the the thing that cuts the wood and the thing that makes the the the, the rock into brick. I know Marius is not for you, but if, if 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 you like you know if you like that, if you like things like Diablo and and uh, Nebo Winter Nights of of good gameplay, you know, um, isometric gameplay like that. Uh, yeah, this game is brilliant, and and I and I wanted to, I have only played a single player. I want to get uh, some people from the Discord in where they building. You know their castles near me, and then we working in synergy. And okay, let's go and attack this village as as three or four or five vampires, because I think, think you can play up to ten players. Yeah, this game is brilliant. I can see why it sold over a million copies. Uh, the, this game has has uh, sold over a million copies already since since it's been out, and uh, I can see why. It's very good. <laughs> Came out uh, it, it, a few years ago. Yeah, it does look quite cool, actually. Is it is it like a you know an open world ish, or is it sort of levels and quests no no open world so you so you're going out and you explore as far as you want don't forget the the, the longer you go out and if you die it's the longer you have to run to go and get your body back (laughs) to go and get your shit back yeah so so yeah put that in consideration before you go go like like a crazy person uh and also don't forget there's a time clock of when the sun comes out so uh, yeah yeah, don't 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 i mean you can you can survive in the sun as in you can hide in the shade but uh, but uh, yeah, you're, you're very limited uh, because that's things like uh, the as the sun progresses, you actually the shadow casts differently, so uh, you cannot stay on the same place all the time because as the sun moves, the part which is in shade won't be in shade forever. So it's very clever. They they actually put a lot of thought into a lot of these things. Um, um, this like I said, this game is is, is one of those that 
initially I was like, oh, I don't know if this is for me at all. I thought it was, this was for me, and it isn't. And uh, it's it's slow slowly. Uh, I'm 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 liking it more and more. I I, I think uh, I think I, I can see myself putting a a lot of hours into this, especially if if. Uh, if I get some of the people from the Discord to play as well, so so playing as a community, which is one of the things I really liked in Valheim and indeed Rust. Uh, but um, if you like those types of games, this is the game for you. This is this is truly truly great. You know, it's um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm I'm intrigued to check it out and get Castle. Yeah, get, well, uh, and and I'll, we can play together, man, for sure. If you get on Steam, yeah. we can play together and um, uh, get a, get a you know. It's still early access, is that right? It's early it's access. It's, it, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's early access still, but but uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It, honestly, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. I'm still like I said, I'm, there's so many things. To, there's like a you can go and get like bigger prey that if you get them, you get like different uh, abilities. But uh, to get that, you um, you kind of have to follow their blood scent. So you kind of like seeing where, 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 you know, like you see the on the on the on the screen every now and then shows up a line with, of blood showing where to go. So then you have to try and hunt them down like that by smelling their blood and stuff like that. It, it's they've really done a really good job in in this uh, 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 of this aesthetic, uh, this vampire aesthetic, which I'm I'm really enjoying. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying the game so far. Um, let's finish with the uh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, tell us about Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol yeah. pups save the adventure bay. What, 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 bay, what is this? What, what's happening here? Uh, it's on Game Pass, so... Um, is it really? Right. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is indeed. Um, so I thought I wanted something to do with Steph, um, a bit different to what we normally do. And I was like, nah, let's let's see what, what kids' games I can play without spending money on. Yeah. Um, to be to be fair, it's, it's it's aimed for children slightly older than Steph, but not quite as old as me. Um, so like we, we need, neither of us were were the target demographic. But as a team, I think we I think we got there. Um, and look, I I, I am denied about putting this on the list. Um, but actually, and look, let's let's be clear, this is not a good game from our perspective, from the the, the people of the podcast. It's not a good game, but also. It's really good for what it's what it's sort of aiming to do, you know. Um, it, it's a really obviously Paw Patrol is quite quite popular with um, the kids, so it's got that recognisable um, IP. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really well designed for children, which I thought is why it's where it was worth me putting it on there. So. Like, for example, I mean, basically, the, the main levels are big collectathons. I mean, when I saw the numbers of collectibles, my brain just went, what? <laughs> it was just numbers. I think there was over, there was approaching, if not actually 200 in merely the first level. <laughs> this is like Lego series rather than Lego game. For the yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't paying too much to the Lego games, but... Um, yeah, there's a lot of things to collect in there, but like that's the sort of shit kids love as well. Just going around picking up all the stuff, and it's fair, obviously quite quite simple and straightforward. But like as an example of some of the touches they put on, like um, the first level, you're on a beach, so there's some like um, sunshade sort of umbrellas that you have to jump on to collect the things. But you just you jump on the first one, and then it sort of auto jumps and points you in the right direction for the next ones. So it makes it really sort of easy for people that don't have that. Um, level of ability that you would expect from a, 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 a child and also like every I, I mean I, I, I don't know 
half an hour, 40 minutes or so, I've played a bit, I guess. Um, but, like, every level is different, which, again, I think is um, um, really good for kids because, obviously, attention attention span is fairly short. Um, so, like, each level is, is, is something different. Like, like I said, the first one, you're going along this beach, you have these two different dogs and, like, one of them has a special ability. If there's rubbish on the beach, he picks up the rubbish. Another one's got a drill thing that drills drills through through rocks. And then the next level, or one of the next levels, was like you you've got you're going up this road with with lanes, that, and you're basically this snowplow. So you have to either go through the snow or dodge the rocks, sort of thing. So each thing, each one is different. So it sort of kept things interesting. Uh, so, so I was looking at what achievements you've got for it because uh, I wanted to, to look and and you've already got a couple of achievements, but it's, you know it, it coincides with the uh, I guess the amount of time you put in thus far. But I, I like one of the achievements you get. You have uh, pup pup boogie. That's one of the achievements you have, which is yeah, that, uh, that bring, that's perfect segue. That brings boys because again they've got mini games as well. So one of them was a, was a. Um, a very simple, far too slow for me. It was like really boring for me. But like you know, again, in line with target audience, probably re- really well, um, really well designed sort of um, guitar hero type sort of based um, sort of pressy button. Pressy button yeah, at the right time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Um, that's good. No, I was uh, and maybe maybe can I give you some homework? Can I give you some homework, Murray? I mean, you, you can ask me to do some homework. I'm going to give you some homework. Give it. In, in, line, in line with when I'm at school, when I was at school, that doesn't necessarily mean the homework uh, will be completed. Absolutely, and that was that, that, that was implied, of course. And I'm going to give you the homework. You, you, you know, you do it or don't at your peril. But uh, but uh, could you... Because um, c- we haven't had a top five from you in a while, okay? So, so maybe in the next podcast, you can give us a top five video games that are actually amazing for kids. You know, uh, okay. <laughs> no, no, this podcast is too. That's too soon. Okay, whenever you I can. I don't have enough experience of kids <laughs> games. I'm yet. assuming in the, next, in the uh, next ten years I might be able to uh, do that. that uh, for you. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna venture a guess that you'll be five Nintendo games because I'm a. I, I'm a firm <laughs> believer that you probably can find five really good Nintendo games that are great for kids, but also great games, uh, i.e. Mario Odyssey. Mario Mario Odyssey. I you know. Yeah, again, Kirby. it depends on the age of the kid. Again, that that's really because like it really is dependent upon on yeah. the age of the kids because it would need for for even for Nintendo stuff we have in our mind oh it's for kids, but actually a lot of it's not. And if you look at the original like the original Mario games, they're difficult. Yeah. Like and not games for kids. No. Um, like so so i think some of that is a perception thing where you have a perception of um those games being good for kids but again i think it depends on the age as well makes a difference very good right that's that was paw patrol mighty pups save adventure bay uh right space for more reviews of children i like it it might be a more constant feature as time goes on i like it a lot okay let's uh let's let's uh finish this podcast by by doing the why don't you which is the last segment where we give you a recommendation of something to do listen watch etc and so on um ben do you want to talk to us about what i want to talk about dark field radio um now do you remember six months ago i sent you guys a text to say have you heard of this don't know what it is but it sounds great uh, well, I ended up doing it. So Darkfield Radio is, is an immersive audio experience. Um, and basically, there is uh, an app that you download, 
and I, I haven't I've only done the first series of it I don't know how they're doing the second series but basically download an app you have to basically log on to this app at a certain time certain date that you put uh, with a set of headphones on and you need to be in a, a certain room in the house um, so the, the 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 series one which I don't think is available um, but the, the theory is that the experience will be the same so Sophie and I sat in a room put our headphones on we both logged into the app and then we were both told a story uh, in our respective headphones um, that was using 3D surround sound in the, the any old headphones that you've got uh, to give the the effect of someone's in the room with you someone is doing something at, you know over in the far corner um, and it's absolutely fantastic and obviously like I said earlier on with VR you know you've got to experience it to get a feel for it uh, and basically this this experience uh, there was there was three experiences one or two that were together two people in the room uh, and another that was it was myself in in it turns out my bedroom and you have to lay on the bed with the lights out um and then a story or a, a narration happens um where it gives you the feeling of you know someone's in the room with you and and that's all I can say, really, because it's, you know, there's short 10 minute experiences. Uh, I think the, the newer one is a little bit longer, um, but they're incredible. Uh, and I know that, you know, your, sort of your secret cinemas and your immersive cinema stuff is, is you know, stuff that you guys like. Uh, this is using, as I say, bog standard headphones to push 3D sound uh, into your room uh, and give you a, quite a quite a unique experience uh so imagine it you know listening to a podcast uh story um but the sound used uh gives effect to the the story that's going on and so i don't want to spoil nope. it because no it's, it, it's one of these things that you've got to try but dark field radio uh it was i think it was about 10 pound ago um but for the, the the series one content um and it's it was really really cool. It was really eerie having the feeling of someone walking around you uh, in a room that is familiar to you, um, but the way that they you know manipulate sound to, to, to give that three D effect it's 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 really good and you know gaming related. If anyone's used the you know, the, the PS five headset with the three D audio, mm -hmm. it's it's that sort of thing, but from a, from a storytelling perspective, um, and I highly recommend it. Okay, very good. That's a good recommendation. I will put that uh, all the games we talked about, and indeed the, the the recommendations are all in the in the show notes. So if you go to your podcast of choice and uh, go to uh, notes, you'll see uh, the description and uh, links to all the all the things we talk about. Um, I'm going to touch something quickly before you move over to yours, uh, Marius, on the a show called Better Call Saul, which, before you ask, no, I know, Marius, that you recommended said show yourself on episode 65 of our of, of our uh, very own podcast. That was back in April, uh, April May 2017, around, around that time, uh, when it came out. And um, just because you recommended it, you know, five years ago, <laughs> doesn't mean I shouldn't recommend it again, because I think this show keeps getting better and better. Uh, so I, I think I think it's, it started really well, and I think it only got better. And um, 
I don't know if you've seen any of the of the episodes thus far this season, but seven episodes have been out already. It's the first seven out of uh, the 14. They're going to make up the final season of Better Call Saul. And I've just um, watched all seven of them. And the last one in particular, no spoilers, but the last one in particular, one of uh, the best, again, uh, hours of TV I've seen in a long, long time. It was it was, was that good. It was uh, that good. Uh, it finished and I was like, wow. Wow. That was like, you know, wow. So, so uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Wow, watch yeah, Better Call Saul. <laughs> yeah, as said, you know, I, I'm already sold on Better Call Saul. I've, I mean, I have got a lot of TV series to watch. That yes. I need to watch at the moment. There is Same. a lot going on. What have I? Uh, Obi Wan. Uh, Obi Wan, the second season of Upgrade. Yes, me um, too. Yeah. Stranger Things, Better Call Saul, uh, the last bit of Ozark. Yes, me too. Uh, so that's at least five. Yeah, that I need to that's watch. that's that's like. And a... I think there's a couple of others that I've forgotten about as well. I want to get all... around to that Severance as well. That's Severance is great. I, I'm yeah. I'm I have three more of that Severance. To watch. I'm behind as well. I have three more of Severance to watch. Severance is so good. Uh, there's there's too too much good TV at the moment. I mean, certainly things like um. Battle Call Saul and obviously Obi Wan. I'm gonna watch Obi Wan when I have some uh, some time uh, because I I I, I, mean, I don't like spoilers, so I, I want to watch it before somebody inadvertently spoils it for me. But anyway, Battle Call Saul. Yes, we recommended way back in 2017, episode 65. Uh, go and listen to it again if you want. Uh, episode 65. Do you remember what games we talk about in episode 65? <laughs> uh, I shall tell you. Until dawn, rush of blood. Interesting. So there you go. <laughs> um, and we had um. Ben talking about Force Horizon 3 and the H1Z1, apparently. No, that's not right. Is that? No. That's... No, this is me. Right. Sorry, this is me. Right. This is me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not no, you right, talk... nor is it interesting or relevant. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's finish then with your uh, with your uh, recommendation. Uh, Give us something right. interesting, Mary. Uh, my recommendation is cleaning up the town. Um, remembering Ghostbusters, which is, funnily enough, a documentary about Ghostbusters. Um, which I found to be really good. Um, it's on Amazon. You have to pay for it. It's not included in Prime, but it is on Amazon. Um, and yeah, I thought it was really good. I think um, uh, some of the stuff I already knew, but some of it was 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 new information. So at the start, there's a good bit about sort of the initial writing of the script and how it was based on Dan Aykroyd's sort of granddad who was into all of this. Um, um, uh sort of spirits and all of that sort of sort of business and and how it was originally like it was originally set in 2012 rather than rather than in the 80s and i think they went to space and shit like that it was sounded like massively a, 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 ambitious there um but then it goes more into like the sort of effects work and things like that which i've always been fascinated by and i think obviously that time was a was a really good time for special effects and i think the special effects in ghostbusters were were sort of really good quite ahead of their time at the time as well um so yeah i i thought it was um it was really really good if you like ghostbusters it's definitely well worth the watch um bit disappointing that there was no bill murray but to be expected because that's not the sort of shit that bill murray does um also no rick moranis but again understood because he doesn't really do um stuff anymore and oh overwhelmingly and this is a bit like video games but like in video games maybe even more so but just came away and obviously not being of that industry coming away again with that sort of feeling of 
It's actually incredible that any movies or video games ever actually get made. It's really difficult. Um, there's some of the crazy stuff that they have to do just in order to make this these sort of things happen. Um, was was you know it's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, well worth a watch if you like Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, I was quickly checking here because uh, it's it's available on uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, like not you have to buy it as well, but maybe I think it's on discount at the moment, so maybe cheaper on YouTube. But it's yeah, just look up for your. Uh, service of choice um cool 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 uh, that sounds good I, uh, I i do like watching a good documentary so I, I think i might give that a go at some point and i am a fan of of ghostbusters uh, as well right i think that brings us to the end of this uh, oh no no it doesn't i i'm mapping the finger the finger is up i, ha- I have <laughs> a couple of aobs if if you have time for a uh, of sure sure why not um f- firstly Firstly, um, following on from your recommendation last week, I have watched Boss Level. Um, okay. And I second your recommendation. It is a phenomenal movie. Really good. Genuinely funny in places. Um, good. Yeah, great. Kim absolutely loved it as well. Good. Uh, to the point that she even said she wants to watch it again already. <laughs> it is actually funny that. though, isn't it? I like the part yeah, where, yeah. He's, where he's screaming, I'm getting robbed, or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like the... Um, uh, the swords, the, the yeah. female um, yeah. swords here. <laughs> <laughs> with the wind, with the wind. In the, in yeah, the, uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It made me laugh every single time. Yes. Like it's a joke that gets done like six, seven times at yes. least. And it's funny every, every time. time it's yeah. funny. Every yeah. single time it yeah, is yeah, yeah. funny. Um, so yeah, I, I second that. And then I also wanted to quickly talk about, you, you mentioned spoilers earlier, and that ties in quite nicely to this. Now, um, this may be a surprise, but until the last week, I had never seen the movie The Usual Suspects. Right. I've not seen it. Um, Easy with the spoilers. you, you had seen it, Ben? I've not seen it, no. You've not seen it, okay. I don't think uh, so, no. That's uh, Oliver Stone film, isn't it? Uh, no, 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 I don't think it's all no. of a sudden. No, but carry on, carry on, carry on with your point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, firstly, yes, re- really, really good movie. But I want to put it, and this is something you are guilty of, Bruno. Actually. Brian Singer, and, I, and Brian, that's it. Um, and um, I'm going to break my own rule here, and I'm going to say this is going to be a spoiler. So tune out if you want to, Ben. But it, it's not a traditional spoiler. But this is something that annoys me a little bit um, because I, obviously I've gone all these years and no one has ever spoiled it for me. I've heard the key name in the movie, but never understood what that meant. But what I have heard is about there being this big twist in the movie. Can we please stop telling people there's a twist in the movie? I agree. Just, ju- just say that the 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 plot is interesting or something like that like i it really bugs me because i guarantee that changed how i viewed that movie and this has happened with other things as well when people have told me there's a twist because being aware that there is a inverted commas twist makes you think differently about it and you're looking for that from the start whereas if you don't know it creeps up on you and you don't know and like I immediately, like almost from the very beginning, I was like, "Well, I've got it. That's it." And there was only, there was one point at the end where I got thrown off a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm wrong." Um, 
But I wasn't. And I don't think I would even have been considering that hadn't I not been told there was this twist in the movie. So can we all agree that telling someone there is a twist in something is is an actual spoiler? Don't uh, do it. I, I agree completely and, uh, and previously with, with you. In fact, I'm the one that uh, always preaches that I don't want any spoilers whatsoever of any sort or, or description or size or anything. So how does my name get brought into this? How have I spoiled this for you? Because you've definitely told me about twists in things before, Bruno. Oh, I thought you were taking. I thought you were. I can't remember. I thought you were saying I spoiled. Apologies, I I got the wrong end of the stick here. I thought you were saying that I spoiled the respect for you. I was going to say I don't even remember talking to you about it. No, no, you're not spoiled. But but the very fact you've told me that there's a twist in something is is for me a spoiler. I agree. Because it it ruins it 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 ruins your experience of it. Because by not knowing that, you approach the movie differently. I agree. Uh, I also think that most things have twists. You know, it's 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 almost it's almost yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of a fundamental plot. Device, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, either you have a story where there's no twist and and it's it's a straightforward story, boring. You know, gets at the end, yeah. or any story which is any worth anything has a twist. So I, I yeah. even though I agree with you, uh, I also disagree in a, in a certain extent. I mean, no, no, don't don't give any plot twists or any any things away. But at the same time. Most things have twists, so so saying something is like saying, "Oh, there's an actor and an actress on that on that movie, or there's a score in that movie." Eh, of yeah, course. but certain things are sold on that basis, almost. Yeah, no, but no, I agree. But 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 twists, you know, most things, most good stories have twists. You know, uh, let me think of something which which okay, Shawshank Redemption has a twist. Okay, everyone knows that. But but even if you didn't, you're not giving anything away. It's still a great story, and of course, it has a twist because most good stories have a twist. Having said that, point taken. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I take the no example as uh, as uh, as uh, as uh, you know, uh, showing that I actually didn't spoil anything really. But okay, uh, bring my ga- bring my good name through mud. Why won't you? Uh, no, don't give any any um, any any things away. Uh, I mean, um, uh, Martin, friend of the show, Martin, uh, shift question giver, uh, kind of spoiled something. Uh, uh, for me, I'm not gonna say what and how, but uh, but the way he described the TV show that we both watch. Uh, it was like, oh, speaking of which, you're really gonna like this. That gave away exactly. I know exactly what's happening now on it because uh, you know um, I cannot. I don't know. You know, it's uh, you know. So um, and I, I know he didn't do it on purpose. That's why I didn't say anything. You know, but but um, yeah. You know, people need to be careful. Uh, and people get excited about stuff they watch and they want to talk about it. And 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 um, and uh, and uh, sometimes they end up giving away more than they should but yes uh don't go telling people there's a big twist on something uh, you know of course but at the same time most good things have twists let's face it <laughs> so so uh, so um the incidentally incidentally that movie the usual suspects got spoiled for me as well so that's a bit of synergy here but even even more so because i'm not gonna say what and what happened but let's just say that i was talking to somebody when i was younger in school this and uh, this this this, this uh, teacher and she said, um, oh, you like this actor? Oh, he's a great villain in this. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know he was a villain. Uh, <laughs> so so, so uh, not only did they get spoiled, that was, that was a twist. I knew exactly who and what and when and 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 and, and, and uh, what time. So so that's even worse, right? So so don't. Oh, uh, oh yeah, of course, yeah. So don't don't uh, don't go giving uh, uh, that away. Um, but did you like it anyway? It's a great movie. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, mm. good. All right. Uh, any any more business? So are we uh, we good uh, to uh, to bring the bring? The, oh, here we go. There's another finger. Oh, up. No, oh just, my just god. 
Yeah. Series three of Love, Death and Robots is on Netflix as of very, very recently. Yeah, I still oh, haven't watched season one. And I know Marius was, was oh, okay. talking good about yeah, it. I, 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 yeah, I, I watched the first one or two. I think it was... I might, it might have just oh, been the first one that I watched. I really yeah. like them. I like but, it. Yeah, yeah I need to, need to give that a go at some point. All right, guys. Well... Let's um, let's end uh, this this podcast there then. Uh, some great recommendations, some great games to play. I've been Bruno Pinto. I've been below Bruno Pinto on the screen. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. You put it down. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>